This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good morning and thank you for joining us for the program today. My name is Mike Flick. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Pachastrum. Today we conclude with part four of a sermon recently preached in our church called What You Need When You Need It. Reaches down in there and says, this is the one you need. Here's the answer. This is why you as a Christian stand for this and that. So yes, it's persecution, but I believe it's bigger than that. Can I ask you to turn over to Acts chapter 4? God, I'd like to give you an illustration of this from the Bible. Acts chapter 4, please. Acts 4 and verse 5. It came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Annas the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them... In the midst. Now, the them are the apostles, specifically Peter. They asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? He had healed a lame man. Everybody knew this lame guy all the time. He was sitting there in Solomon's porch. Everybody saw this miracle that was going to the temple. Very public miracle. And now, these religious leaders who have power to detain the apostles. Who gave you the ability, who gave you the authority to do this? Now remember, these are the ones that just had Jesus crucified. These are some powerful people. They are influential people. In verse 8, Then Peter, help me with this next phrase, filled with the who? Filled with the Holy Ghost. This means the night before, Peter's been arrested, he's in prison, now they've pulled him out, they're going to ask him questions. I can just picture it, Peter bringing to mind what Jesus taught him. They're going to pull you into synagogues and before the magistrates and before the powers and ask you questions. Don't you worry. The Holy Spirit's going to give you just what you need when you need it. And Peter's just leaning back there in the prison going, well, this ought to be fun. (laughs) We'll see what the Lord does tomorrow. You see, as, as Christians with these exceeding great and precious promises, we can approach life with a very different Uh, outlook because we know the Holy Spirit will not leave, will not forsake. He will be there. Filled with the Holy Ghost said unto them, you rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom ye crucified. Oh man, Peter, why'd you have to put that in there? By the way, you killed him, (laughs) whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders. (laughs) He's getting personal. Which has become the head of the corner. And then this famous verse, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So I want to bring out one very important point here. Please listen in on this. I don't want you to get confused on my last point. The Holy Spirit will give you the empowerment. He'll give you the evidence you need so that you come to Christ. He will give you the answer you need. He'll give you the answer you need. Not the answer that will get you out of trouble so that you can go home and go home with your, with your comfort. But the answer that is needed. 
And the answer that is needed is an answer that will glorify and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you see how Peter does not give an answer that would lead to his freedom? If anything, he's stoking the fires of hatred against him. But this is the answer that needs to be given. How did you do this? Why did you do this? This is all about Jesus. The whole thing is about Jesus. The whole thing is to prove that He is the head and that you need Him. Understand that the trials of your faith are not there. Let's say God is allowing them to happen not just because He likes to watch His children suffer. God allows it to happen because through those trials, the Holy Spirit draws closer to you, teaches you things you never would have known, and this is how He can also reach others. You, at those moments, can shine more brightly than ever before because the Holy Spirit shines through. You and your strength wouldn't know what to say or what to do or how to stand. Such is the story of a very famous Christian named Polycarp. Polycarp was the pastor in a place called Smyrna. How many of you remember that from Revelation chapter 2? Smyrna? It's one of the churches in Revelation. Polycarp, as we know from history, was probably the pastor at Smyrna when the book of Revelation was written. Polycarp was a disciple of John the Apostle. Polycarp was an older man when they finally came to arrest him. They had moved him from city to city. The Christians had trying to hide him because he was so well respected. When his captors came to take him, they said, why are we arresting such an aged man? He was 86 years old at the time. They said, why? why? This man does not look like a, a threatening person. What possible difference could he make? It wasn't Polycarp. It was the Spirit of God through Polycarp. This man had a walk with God. When they came to take him, He said, uh, I'll let you arrest me, but will you let me pray first? So the soldier said, well, okay, I guess that's harmless. And they let him pray for about two hours. I mean, he didn't give a time limit, right? Let me pray. He took his time. And the soldiers, after he got done praying, they said, how can we do this to such a godly man? They, They didn't get saved, but they realized this is an innocent man. This is a good and a godly man. When they finally brought Polycarp into the arena where they would finally put him to death, the pro-council, the governor, stood up and said, Polycarp, listen, you're an older gentleman. I I don't want to do this to you. Just offer sacrifice to Caesar and and, and recant. Don't don't put yourself through this. Die a peaceful death. And he said, I I can't do that. I'll, I'll never do that. And he said, okay, listen, come with me, come. And they brought him into the arena, into the middle of it. And and one more time, the governor tried again and said, please, Polycarp, all I need you to do is is say down with the atheist. Meaning the atheists were Christians at the time. The Romans considered Christians to be atheists because we rejected all the Roman gods. And even the crowd in the arena was chanting, down with the atheist, down with the atheist talking about the Christians being fed to the lions and being burned alive. So the governor said, Polycarp, just raise the hand and agree with them and say, down with the atheist and join our side, please. To that, Polycarp raised his hand to the crowd, pointed at all the people and said, down with the atheist. 
pointing at the Romans, down at the atheist, <laughs> down with the atheist. <laughs> they gave him one last chance. Please, Polycarp, just turn. And he gave this very famous line, which has survived to this day. Eighty and six years have I served him, and he never once wronged me. How then shall I blaspheme my king who saved me? And with that famous line, the governor stopped trying. He never gave him another chance. He said, Polycarp, you've left me no choice. They took him to the center where they were going to burn him. They gathered the sticks together. And they were going to nail his feet to the stake so that he couldn't run off. Polycarp said, you don't need to do that. I'm not going anywhere. So they didn't. He stood there as they piled the wood around him. As, as he was, perhaps this would be good to, to know, for, I'm a little out of order here now, but as he was approaching the arena, some of the soldiers that were bringing him in actually heard a voice from heaven saying, be strong, Polycarp, and play the man. Multiple witnesses said they heard that. Because the Lord's going to stand with you and give you just what you need right when you need it. Polycarp, as the story goes, stood there, resolute in his faith, tied to the stake but not nailed to it. And as they lit the fire, the fire didn't touch him. As the story goes, and again, multiple witnesses, some of them hostile, they said the fire went around him. Just like you would read in, about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the fire didn't touch him. It burned around him. They said that what they had to do is call the other soldiers in to bring a spear and pierce him, much like they did with Jesus, because he, wouldn't, he, he wasn't dying. He was just getting a tan. <laughs> Seriously, they said his skin was turning bronze. <laughs> He was just getting a tan, so they put the spear in and the blood rushed out and extinguished the fire. But because of piercing his side, he did die. To the very end, until the flames took his voice, the people could hear Polycarp praying, singing, praising God. He gave him just what he needed, right when he needed it. He gave him the answer, listen, not that would glorify Polycarp, but would make everybody in attendance that day realize that the one whom Polycarp serves was with him till the end. It glorified the God who sent his son to die for our sins. That's the answer the Holy Spirit will give you. Perhaps today you're seeking answers. Maybe you're going through some really rough times for whatever the reason. The Holy Spirit, I promise, will give an answer. It may not be the one you're looking for, but it'll be the one you need. One thing is for sure, when it comes to the Holy Ghost, He'll give you just what you need, right when you need it. Now it's up to you not to resist, but rather to receive what He's trying to offer. Thank you for faithfully tuning in and listening to this sermon entitled, What You Need, When You Need It. We do hope it was a help and a blessing. If we can help any further, you're welcome to reach out to us using the information found on our website, bbcpotch.com. You're also welcome to follow our YouTube channel, Bible Baptist Potch. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.